welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I am your host, Michelle, and I am super happy that you're here. It's another beautiful Sunday afternoon. We have a little cloud coverage here in the Phoenix area, which is bringing the temperature down, but skyrocketing the humidity, so we're not quite out of the woods yet. But I am super excited that you're here. This week's episode is going to focus on navigating the two theme parks with someone with disabilities. So before we get into that, I just want to touch quickly on news. I've heard a lot of rumors about Disneyland opening or when people think it's going to be opened, although Disney themselves have not set a date did see where uh, Josh Damaro, which is the head of the theme parks for Disney, he did say Disneyland was ready in that as soon as they, you know, get the green light from the state of California and it matches, you know, their rollout plan, I think they're doing it in stages, then they're ready. So that's good news. Disneyland is ready. We just need the rest of the planets to align. (laughs) So with that, let's move into this week's topic. So I recently went to Disneyland with my mom and daughter, and my mom has severe back troubles. So she can only walk for so long, and then it's just too much. So we planned a trip and we hit both theme parks um, considering that uh, restriction. So what we did is we reserved, no, I take that back. We researched ECV, so electric convenience vehicles. It was really important for me that my mom had the equivalent of, she has a scooter, and it was important that she had that same um, methodology. I mean, that same vehicle is what I mean, because Disneyland is quite a feat, and I wanted her to have the best experience, so I wanted her to be the most comfortable and be able to navigate instead of trying to push her around in a wheelchair or something like that. I just thought this would be the best. So we looked at rentals from outside companies where they bring them to the park and all of that. Um, but you you kind of have to be in the area and we weren't. And I just thought it would be so much more convenient from a time perspective if we could get to Disneyland, get her her ECV and then return it to Disneyland. The challenge is you can't reserve them. So it's first come first serve and it's open as soon as the park is open or like 30 minutes before the park opens. So that was a little bit of stress. Like what if we couldn't get one? That was not a problem at all. We got there a little earlier. Now, just to kind of, I'm going to walk you through the details. Because we lived in the area and we were going to park at a garage that was too far of a walk for her to walk from the parking garage to where the tram picks you up and then drops you off at downtown Disney and then walk all that that was just too much so what I did is drop her and my daughter off at the 
um, other side where you could drop people off near the transportation area where all the buses and whatnot come in and they just made that walk in. There's probably some other way to do this, but that was the only way that I could think that was the closest distance. We weren't staying at a hotel where like a shuttle would drop you off even closer to the main gates. That was the best that I could do. But because I was going to have to still go around and park, they had plenty of time to do it slowly. And that worked out very well. So they walked up that area, went through security, and then met me over by the area, which if you're looking at the Disneyland gates, this area where you rent strollers, wheelchairs, and ECBs is on the far right of that, close to where... the where you would come in from where I par- I dropped them off. So they met me over there. We went over there. We were like the second person in line. She got her scooter. They put her name on it. They give us the rules, which naturally we broke. Rule number one, there is no carrying your kid around. Like they can't stand on it and you go around in it. Yeah, totally broke that. And, um, you know, you're responsible for returning it. And, you know, if the battery dies, you want to, um, you know, just let a cast member know and they'll take care of it. But basically no horsing around on it. So we got her her scooter. That was awesome. It had a nice basket in the front. So that was really cool and easy for us to put some stuff in there. She had a little water um cup holder she could put her water bottle that was so awesome and then she could put all her stuff in that basket so then we went and stood in line so we did disneyland first and then we went over to california adventure so here's what we experienced i had known from previous uh, news and stories and whatnot that there used to be a lot of accommodation for people with disabilities or who could not stand in line or had a hard time walking and you could go you could go through the exit and all of that then people were paying disability folks with disabilities to you know help them get to the front of the line it was being abused all of that so that went away so now because disneyland was already built they didn't have special entrances and exits in all attractions for those um, who need, you know, special help getting on and off the attractions. We're on the California Adventure side. There was a few options that were slightly different and, and like different routes you would take. So I already knew that. Plus, because it's her back, I knew we weren't going to go on anything that would, you know, move her around like Splash Mountain was not going to happen or certainly not the Matterhorn or anything like that now remember I started going to Disneyland with my parents when I was very young and so and my mom grew up in the area so she's been going to Disneyland forever so she knows like she's written Matterhorn and Pirates and you know all of those things Space Mountain and all of those attractions before but because you know of this circumstance and she's a little bit older, I really tried to pick out the rides that were A, going to be mild enough for her to get, you know, that she would enjoy and she wouldn't get hurt on the ride. B, that I knew were easier to get in and out of. I remember specifically going to the park one day and just putting on my mom glasses. Like how would she get in and out on and off these attractions? How hard or easy would it be? So I really tried to pick those out. And then see which ones had 
easy accommodations for her vehicle. Now, because I wasn't actually doing that, I wouldn't know a lot of this until I went, which was fine. I was all about learning how to do this and making it the best. And when we didn't know what to do, we asked a cast member and they totally helped us. So it was super, super easy. Everyone was more than happy to help us. So I picked out those milder rides where I thought she would still get a lot out of Disneyland and California Adventure. And of course, I made reservations at Blue Bayou because, duh, you got to go there for a special occasion. So one of the attractions that really caters to folks who have a wheelchair, a um, scooter, anything like that, whether it's their own or Disney's, and they allow you to get on the attraction that you wouldn't think would be that easy is it's a small world because they have a special boat that's made just for this so you go in the line and then you get to a certain section where you you're in your scooter like she's riding the scooter through the queue line the entire time and so you get up to a section and you kind of go over here to this one spot you wait until that boat comes around the, this area of the boat lifts. It's like a ramp. They have a couple things they have to do manually, like pull this piece out of the boat that helps her go up the ramp. They strap the, e- the EV- ECV on, and then it turns like 45 degrees, so she's facing forward. So this allowed her to stay in her scooter if that is what you need. Now, if she if she wanted to walk on they could do that too. They could make accommodations. But the problem with that is those steps are kind of high and low. And this boat was just the perfect situation for her because she got onto that elevated section and my daughter and I got into the rows in the front and then we had like our own separate little ride. The only problem is, just to throw this out there, is she is really shy and it took them a little while like all, everything has to be lined up before the vehicle will rotate 45 degrees on this little like for lack of a better word lazy susan that moves her 45 degrees and it just wasn't latching so they couldn't get it to move so meanwhile you know it's backing up the queue line and she's embarrassed so that part wasn't fun i mean my daughter and i were like laughing but she was like mortified but once that all got worked out she absolutely loved it because she didn't have to get out of her ECV. She could just stay there. And then when it was time to exit, it was the same thing. It was a much smoother process. Conversely, we could not go on Pirates of the Caribbean because I'm not aware of a boat that does that same accommodation. And there was just no way I thought my mom would be able to step in and down and then out again of that. So we skipped Pirates of the Caribbean. But other attractions like uh, Buzz Lightyear, Astro Blasters, oh my gosh, this was such an amazing experience. Once again, she stayed on her ECB, which I don't know if I told you what that stands for, which is electric convenience vehicle. She stayed on that through the queue line. When we got up to where it was our turn, um, they are that ride is one of those uh, where the conveyor belt goes the entire time and you get onto your little ship while the conveyor belt is still moving. They slowed it way down 
we went to this other loading area that was like a little pass. You went through this door and it was a little pass where like general folks get on to general boarding, get on to the ships and they park the ECV over here in this corner, slow the conveyor belt down so she was able to get in, which they offered to stop it completely, but she was able to walk on and get into that ship with my daughter, no problem. But the cool part was when we came back around to exit, they had already gotten it ready, like so when she exited, it was facing the right direction and was right where we disembarked from the ships and it was so awesome like they watch they whatever they do however they monitor that they had it completely ready for her and that happened on a couple other attractions as well and i thought that was so awesome now along that same lines of that conveyor belt type of thing haunted mansion when we went on that attraction you actually cannot bring the ECV into the queue, right? You can't go, you can't navigate through the line. They let you go kind of towards fast pass and enter um, in this other section, but you have to leave the, the ECV there, which then requires a lot of walking. And that really wasn't my favorite for her. So when we finally got to the, where you get onto the actual doom buggies, they did slow down the conveyor belt for her. And in fact, at one point when we disembarked, I think they had to stop it altogether. She got off of it, no problem. And we were able to exit. And then she just stayed right there. And we just brought the scooter around um, as fast as I could. It just wasn't super convenient where you leave the scooter and where you enter and exit. But she's still able to go on the attraction. And she it wasn't that terrible she still got to enjoy it it just wasn't quite that same convenience as buzz Lightyear astro blasters now we also did other things like go on mr toad's wild ride and snow white and pinocchio and the carousel and all of those things alice in wonderland because that was easy for her to get in we were there first thing in the morning she was able to get on those that we chose in fantasy land um, and then just throughout the park, we just rode her scooter around. We did some shopping. We went on some other attractions like Winnie the Pooh. We just had a wonderful day and it was so relaxed because we just hung out by her. And, you know, let's be honest, if you've ever been to Disneyland with a stroller or a wheelchair or anything like that, Sometimes it's difficult to navigate with the crowds, but for the most part, it was really easy. We didn't go on the Mark Twain, but we could have. That's also a very easy place to get on and off. I mean, she really just had such a nice time. We went over to Toontown so she could check that out. So really, we spent a lot of time walking around and showing her things and then sprinkling in some attractions and she was good with that because she really couldn't go you know all day anyway she wanted to hit some of the big things and experience those things things that were you know nostalgic to her from when she used to go and new things that weren't around that she had the opportunity to experience so she had a really great time and we did too and for the most part it was very easy to get on and off rides some easier than others but 
she really stayed in the queue line with her ECV most of the time. And that was just really interesting. I wasn't sure how that was going to work, but it worked out absolutely wonderful. And if you're going to stand in line, it was super easy for her to be in that scooter. It just made it much more relaxing for her. So then we went over to DCA. And much like Disneyland, same experience. Some were easier to get on and off of. Um, Ariel's Undersea Adventure was very much like Astro Blasters. And we went through this special door. She got out of her ECV. We got on the attraction. It was like a special one. Then... Um, it, she was ready. She was able to disembark super easily. They also slowed down that conveyor belt. So they really had that down for her. Hands down, her favorite attraction that she went on, um, combined both sides, that she is still talks about to this day, is soaring over the world. She was so in love with that attraction because it is like just amazing she was in awe so in that case we did get to take her scooter all the way down the ramp all the way in the queue line and then when we got into the ride you just park the scooter kind of in the center between all those rows of seats and then we we just got in, she just walked over to our seat that we had, that we were in that row, like maybe seats four or five and six or whatever, sat down, strapped in, watched the attraction, ended, and then she just walked right back and got her scooter and then backed it out and away we went. She didn't have to back it out, actually. She just took a right, went down a row, and exited. It was super easy, but she absolutely loved that attraction and it was super easy for her like there was no restrictions we went on a few other things at dca that she was able to get on same concept it was really super easy it was really a wonderful experience i know she absolutely loved it and we did too i was so glad she got to go to Disneyland and DCA and get to really experience it. She'd never been to DCA, so this was all brand new to her, and she just loved it. We went on the pier. We played some games. We watched some entertainment. um, We ate. We had such a good time. So it really was a great, great day, and the ECB never ran out of battery life. And at the very end of the day, what we did, because we did need to get to the parking garage. So I had a plan on what we were going to do, which was, again, I would have probably done it differently, but when we exited, what we did is, uh, we also went up and down downtown Disney, but her and my daughter went and sat at a bench near where you get on the tram. And I drove the scooter back to the area where we rented it. I returned it and then I walked back and then we all got on the tram. And then because it's the end of the day, you kind of, as soon as you get off the tram in the Mickey's and Friends parking garage, it's a small walk to the escalator. She got to the top 
you know, of that, she got to the floor on the, that we were parked in and her and my daughter just stayed right there. And then I went and got the car and came around and picked them up. I, it was so much easier than the reverse because in the morning you're standing in line waiting to go through security, maybe waiting a long time to get to a tram. It just isn't as convenient where when you leave, it's so much easier, super smooth. She was exhausted by the end of the day, but a happy exhausted. So there you go. That was our experience with an ECV. Wonderful experience. Um, I know from when I'm standing in queue lines, there's lots and lots of attractions that will accommodate anyone. I mean, I see so many ECVs in Indiana Jones and it makes me laugh because I know she could never go on Indiana Jones because of her back, but I see so many people um, queuing for that and they do kind of go through the exit and enter that way. That wasn't gonna be on her list, but um, it was a wonderful day. So if you have any questions or any thoughts about um, you know, any experiences with someone with disabilities or a broken leg or whatnot, um, you know, by all means, as always, feel free to reach out to me. I'm at Michelle at DisneylandDevoted.com. I always put that email in the show notes, so do check that out as well as all my social media. I would love to hear from you. I would love to interact with you. So please do not be shy about reaching out to me. And I hope that everyone is staying healthy and safe. I want to feel like we are turning a corner with COVID, fingers crossed. Um, But I do wish you all very well. And with that, until next time, bye.